0: Welcome into a Thursday edition of the podcast. I hope you all are doing fantastic. A lot to get to ahead on Locked On Cougars this fine morning. We'll talk about BYU in Portland. Preview that matchup for the Cougars at the Child Center today. Also talk about the big news of BYU basketball hosting number one Gonzaga Monday night. Yes, Big Monday is back in Provo. We'll talk about that. We'll also run down some other news and notes involving BYU Athletics, EA Sports College, Football coming out. I've got some details on that I want to pass along that involve BYU and other college football programs. So plenty ahead on today's edition of the show. It's all brought to you today in part by our good friends over at Rock Auto, BetOnline.ag, as well as Squire and Company. We'll tell you about all those companies here in just a little while. So there you go. The roadmap, the rundown where we're going on today's show. Without further ado, let's dive on in. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for February 4th, 2021. One. What's up, everybody? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking some time to join us on your daily podcast focused on all things BYU with Locked On Cougars. If you're new to this show, welcome on in. If you're just discovering us, make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button. We love being your guys' one-stop shop for all the BYU sports news you guys need to know about each and every day, as well as passing along inside information that you will not find anywhere else Starting off today's show, we'll start with the Cougar Cagers, the men's basketball program They are on the road tonight taking on the Portland Pilots. Uh, The Pilots come into this game 6-10 They're in dead last in the West Coast Conference with an 0-7 conference record. BYU beat them, uh, what was it a couple weeks back, 95-67 Highest point output for BYU on the season not uh, counting an exhibition game against Westminster. But this is a game tonight for BYU at the Child Center. They should just go in and handle business. Uh, The Cougars obviously are looking to keep the momentum rolling because, as you probably saw yesterday and I tweeted it out myself, BYU and Gonzaga, the game scheduled for the end of this month, is now being moved up to next Monday night. It'll be a 9 p.m. tip-off mountain time. So, those of you on the West Coast, 8 o'clock. For those of you on the East Coast, that's an 11 p.m. tip on Monday night on ESPN is BYU host Gonzaga. As some of you pointed out to me on Twitter yesterday when that news came out uh, based on the podcast I had talked about yesterday is BYU had every intention of having fans in the stands when they played Gonzaga if at all possible. Well, you know what? When it comes when push comes to su- shove and the conference is saying, hey, you have this opportunity to get this game in now, you just push forward with it. It's similar to the same situation BYU found themselves in last last month, when they played Gonzaga, they had had their first two games of the conference season postponed due to COVID concerns for other programs. It just so happened that Gonzaga and BYU were available, so they arranged the date and played the game. That's what it's got to be like in this era of COVID, folks. Five West Coast Conference programs currently are on hiatus. Uh, They're currently suspending operations due to COVID concerns. So if you can play the games when you have two teams who are available with a corresponding open date... Just play the games. Simple as that. And I'm looking forward to seeing BYU and Gonzaga squaring off Monday night. And now, let me answer the question that some of you had about fans being in the stands. I had a conversation with some people yesterday around BYU. And essentially, what it sounds like is they're waiting on the go-ahead from local government, whether that's the state health department, uh, the Utah County Health Department. Once they get the go-ahead, they're going to put fans in the stands. But until they have that, they cannot move forward with it. And I know many of you are going to say, well, Jake, why are the Jazz able to have 3,900 fans? I wish I could answer that, folks. I don't have a good answer for you. So I apologize. I don't have more on that for you. But I can tell you this much is that BYU has every intention of having limited capacity, limited amounts of fans in the Marriott Center if and when they are cleared to do so. I don't know if and when they'll be cleared to do so, but BYU, It's not BYU sitting there saying, you know what? Oh, yeah, we're good to go. No, we're not going to do that. It, it's very much based on what I'm hearing. The blame or the, the word or the go ahead all lies with the local health department and government officials. So once that is able to go, BYU could put fans in the stands. Will it happen in time for Monday night? I'm highly doubting that to be honest with you guys. And it's unfortunate because having some fans in the stands, and I know that there have been family of players and coaches who have been to BYU games this year to cheer on the Cougars, maybe a, what a hundred people max they've made, I guess some noise, but having, let's say in a 20,000 C capacity arena, I know the, the Marriott center is down to what 19,000 now. Well, the jazz arena right now, for example, is uh, capacity is around 18,000. They're allowing 3,900 fans. So if you could put 4,000, fans in the stands at the Marriott Center that'd be actually a pretty hearty crowd and I think they'd have a lot of fun but as it stands right now it does not appear that BYU will have fans in the stands when they host number one Gonzaga Monday night they're going to have their work cut out for them for an upset there but first things first you got to take care of business against Portland Uh, that game scheduled for five o'clock mountain time tonight it will be televised locally in Utah on KJazz television uh, over the air channel 14 I know on your various cable providers KJazz very with regards to its channel. You can watch it that way. Or if you're outside of Utah, you can stream it on the Stadium Network, your Roku device, Amazon Fire Stick, Apple TV. You just got to download the Stadium Network app and you should be able to stream the game there. I'm looking forward to seeing the Cougars in action tonight as they take on the Portland Pilots. I don't really have much to say about Portland other than BYU just go and take care of business. This Portland team is not good. Uh, Terry Porter, their head coach, a former NBA guy, He's tried to lift this program from the bottom of the West Coast Conference, but man, does it doesn't look like it's just not going the right way. I'm not saying that he's in danger of being fired per se, but 0-7 in West Coast Conference play. They're riding an eight-game losing streak into this matchup. They haven't played in a little bit as they had games against St. Mary's and Santa Clara postponed, so just one of those games BYU go out there name your number rack up another win move to 15 and 4 and get ready for Gonzaga on Monday night all right coming up here in just a moment we'll run down some other news and notes involving BYU football Uh, EA Sports just announced that the college football series the long running series they had that ended in 2013 will be coming back I have some details on this that I'm going to pass along to you after some conversations with some folks that involve BYU and just overall the game itself I'm geek that is coming back. I I can't tell you how much I look forward to seeing that game back on shelves or back in digital downloads whatever you want to term it. And we'll talk about that here in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends over at Rock Auto. Folks, anymore, it's impossible for a chain store or a dealership, well to be clear, a dealership has a certain brand, it's impossible for them to stock every part for every make and model of every vehicle out there. Why go to a store, have to sit there and say, hey I need this part. The guy at the counter says, well, I've got Uh, part one or part two. You can pick of those two. That's what I've got. When you can go to rockauto.com and have every part from every manufacturer out there available to you at your fingertips. That is what Rock Auto is all about, folks. A 20-year-old company, a family-owned company, serving auto parts customers for the better part of two decades, and they want to make it easy. The best part is, prices are always reliably low at rockauto.com. They want to make sure that you can get the parts you need when you need them. No matter what part it might be whether it's a brand new tail light, you need a new rear view mirror, you need a brand new engine. Rockauto.com is your resource, and the best part about it all, like we said, reliably low prices, and the parts are shipped directly to your door. This is a great way to go about it. Why pay up to twice as much when you can go to rockauto.com and check out what they've got now. When you get to rockauto.com, make sure to put in, in the how did you hear about us box locked on so that way they know that we sent you to check them out. But I can encourage you guys to enough. Give Rock Auto a chance. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all of the parts your car, truck, or SUV could ever need. That's our good friends at rockauto.com. All right, guys. First things first on the BYU football front, let's say a big congratulations to Brock Fabrizio. He announced that he has committed to BYU as a preferred walk-on yesterday during National Signing Day, and uh, congratulations to him. This is a kid who has had back-to-back ACL injuries in high school, but when he is right, when he's been healthy at the high school level, which it's been some time, let's be clear about that, he's actually a fantastic prospect. He would have been a good prospect, would have been pursued, I think, by most of the Pac-12 had he not had the back-to-back ACL injuries, but as it stands, BYU picks him up as a preferred walk-on, and congratulations to him on kind of achieving a lifelong dream. Many of these young men, let's be clear about this, with National Signing Day, it's kind of the culmination for them of years, literally years, sometimes a decade of hard work. They're trying to play college football. They've hoped and prayed and uh, gone to camps and done so many different things that they want to do. They want to accomplish their dreams and play for the programs they've dreamed. To playing for. And it's cool to see like Brock Fabrizio, despite, yeah, that back-to-back injuries, which are a concern. There's no doubt about that. Him being able to live his dream as a preferred walk-on for BYU. You wish him nothing but the best. BYU, in terms of the national rankings at 24-7 sports, finished with the number 71 overall class on 17 commitments. So congratulations to Kalani Satake. It's one of his higher-rated classes in his tenure as BYU head coach. And I know many of you are thinking, 71. Jake is that really it is but BYU let's be clear about this this program is not going to go out and load up on a bunch of four stars it's just not the way the program is situated right now but Let's look at the NFL combine invites this year as evidence that Kalani Sitake and his staff are doing some good things with developing players who may come in as more marginal prospects. Three, two stars. Every so often, the four star who commits to BYU, they seem to work out at a pretty high clip. But BYU has done a good job developing talent, and that's a positive with regards to recruiting. Now. On the recruiting front, many of you probably have played the NCAA football games uh, that came out starting in the mid-90s, if I recall correctly, maybe a little bit earlier than that. I remember playing Bill Walsh college football way back when. I, uh, I've been the proud owner of every version of the NCAA football franchise that ran from the late 90s through 2013. I am still an avid player of NCAA 2014, the latest game that was released by EA Sports before certain uh Lawsuits by a certain family called the O'Bannons got that game put on hiatus. But the good news coming earlier this week was that BYU, as well as the rest of college football, is going to be back with ea sports in a brand new version called ea sports college football i am geeked for this folks like i said i am still an avid player of ncaa 2014 i played on my xbox 360 i have seriously i have kept an xbox 360 at my house simply so i can play this game i don't play a lot of video games anymore i used to be a pretty avid gamer i guess well i wouldn't say avid but i'd say a casual gamer in my younger years there's only one game literally one game that i still play to this day and it's ncaa football and i couldn't be more excited to see this game coming back out i had some conversations with some folks this week about the details regarding the upcoming new version of ea sports college football and what i have been told and uh, this has been told to people who are in the know who are making the decisions uh giving access to stuff is that the game is scheduled to come out in 2023 so you will not see it this fall nor next fall but their hope is to have the game ready for the 2023 football season and funny enough that actually be really cool considering the last game was released in 2013 a 10-year hiatus a decade hiatus and they launch it again 10 years after the fact in an all-new version I will pay any price to play this game once again. I will admit it. I know that my wife is probably sitting there just shaking her head if she's listening to this. And you listening to this probably can think that your significant other probably thinks the same thing if you play this game. But you know what? Looking forward to it. The good news is, is that BYU should benefit from this, as will every other college football program. I was told that the last time when the NCAA uh, football series was going on, they paid royalties to every team in the game, obviously. you got to have the teams on board. And it actually amounted, based on what I heard, to $100,000 a year at the tail end of the run there with NCAA football. And BYU is collecting a $100,000 check from EA Sports for being part of the game. And some of you probably wondering, well, Jake, is BYU going to be part of it? Because the announcement from EA Sports this week said over 100 teams, not the full 130 teams in the FBS ranks are going to be part of this. BYU will be part of it. They've already signed on. They're already going to be part of it. Uh, Adam Parker from BYU, we had him on the podcast a couple of weeks ago to talk about the Home Field Apparel launch. He handles the licensing and all the different things. He he told me that BYU will be part of the upcoming EA Sports College Football Series. He said BYU is excited to be part of it. Uh, EA Sports is excited to have the Cougars back on board. and I'm looking forward to this. I think it's going to be fantastic. and I look Look at this as a really cool opportunity for a new era of college football obviously there's so many things that have changed since the last time the game came out i would guarantee there's probably a mobile app that's going to be with it. you'll be able to do things on your phone or your smart device that correspond with the game you'll play on whatever system ps5 uh xbox one uh maybe on i don't know they're going to put it on the switch that'd be kind of cool i've heard nintendo switch is absolutely fantastic i have not played it myself but i hear it's a really cool platform I'm looking forward to having this game back in my life, plain and simple. And the fact that it's $100,000 to a school like BYU, that's a significant amount of money. And I know that it almost sounds like small potatoes because you're hearing about a $20 million shortfall for BYU athletics with this pandemic. And by the way, over $14 million raised by BYU fans, over 7,000 donors have raised over 14 of the 20 million that BYU is forecasting they're going to lose. Hey, I tip my cap to many of you, but hundred thousand dollars was the last time the NCAA football came out, and obviously there's going to be discussions ongoing about uh, name, image, and likeness rules. How are players going to be compensated for this? Well, there's a very interesting dichotomy playing out with this because if name, image, and likeness comes to fruition, could NCAA football, could EA Sports go to each individual player and say, "Son, let to pay this amount of money to have your name, image, and likeness in our EA Sports"? college football game that very easily could be the case there also could be a case where all college football players essentially form a players association or a union and they get paid out directly that way by ea sports in the interim the plan is for ea sports to literally have a completely randomized roster you will not have number one byu a player from draper utah who stands six foot three 205 pounds and you otherwise know him as zach wilson additionally based on what What we're hearing right now on NCAA football is that the rosters, which have always been able to, well, I guess not always, but... In the last uh, what decade of the NCAA football series, you could customize your roster. You could go in and change names, attributes, positions, all that stuff in a roster. As it stands right now, EA Sports College Football will not have that option because the schools that are involved with this are very wary of pending uh, litigation, potentially with name, image and likeness, all the different things that could go on. So as it stands right now, and this is always subject to change because there's still a couple of years it sounds like before the launch of this game is that you will not be able to go in and download a roster and have Zach Wilson quarterback, Tyler Algier running back. You won't have that. It will be locked and you'll have randomized names, uh, numbers, attributes, that type of stuff for your program in the game. I hope that changes. I hope they can get things in order, the uh, federal government or the state level, the NIL rules, get passed, get in place. And that way, EA Sports College Football can have the rosters of the programs. How cool would it be to be able to pick up that game when it launches in the summer of 2023? NCAA football 2024, NCAA football 24. And automatically they have all the players and all the rosters in there from your given program that you want to play with. In the case of BYU at that point, maybe it's Jacob Conover as the starting quarterback at BYU. And you have number 17 right there. Uh, The blonde hair, it just, it's all right there for you. It'd be really cool to see that. But for the time being, EA Sports. I am just—I applaud you guys for getting it back on track and looking forward to having that game back in our lives. Just wanted to pass along some of the details I had gleaned in some conversations with some folks, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad to hear that BYU's on board with it. They are a member of CLC, which is the uh, marketing company, the advertising company, whatever you want to term it, uh, the collegiate licensing company that is helping really broker this with EA Sports and BYU. Funny enough, I also a thing from Adam Parker. CLC, BYU outside of Alabama. BYU is the longest running member of CLC. They have been with this company literally since the beginning. The only other program who has a longer relationship is the University of Alabama, the Crimson Tide. So there you go. Some details on NCAA uh, football or I guess. No, I'm sorry. I stop calling NCAA football. EA Sports College Football is what the name will be. And looking forward to seeing that game here in a couple of years. All right. There you go. Some details on the football front for the Cougars. We'll catch up on everything else involved in BYU athletics here in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends over at betonline.ag, folks. If you want to have a chance to bet on the Super Bowl this weekend, if you haven't bet already, do it with our good friends at BetOnline. You can get prop bets. They have hundreds, I mean hundreds of prop bets for this weekend's Super Bowl. Whether you're an NBA fan, college hoops fan, you want to bet on hockey, uh, baseball upcoming here in the next little bit, they have it all for you at betonline.ag. Sign up for a free account now, and while you're there, when you make your first deposit, remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON, and when you do that, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus. Yes, free money from a sports book. How rare is that that a sports book is actually willing to give you free money to bet with? Take advantage of it now. Once again, go to betonline.ag. You get a free account there, and when you make your first deposit, use the promo code LOCKEDON and get yourself that 50% welcome bonus. It's all courtesy of BetOnline your online sportsbook experts folks, it's February. I know that it seems like it's a far way off. April obviously, uh, April 15th technically is tax day. Many of you are thinking okay, I got to get my taxes done. You're probably putting it off saying, Yeah, hey, I'll get to it later on. I want to encourage you guys to take advantage of a brand new partner here with us on Locked On Cougars, or I guess not brand new, but new partner with us in Squire and Company. They're one of the largest Utah-based CPA firms that serves clients throughout the United States, as well as right at home here in Utah. What I love about Squire is they are capable of scaling up and down. They can handle multi-billion dollar businesses. They also handle a guy like me who simply has just simple tax return. You take it to him, you hand him your paperwork and say, here, take this. I've gotten to know Ray Chipman, one of the partners at Squire over the past month or so. He's been a great partner with us here on the Locked on Cougars podcast. And Squire wants to help you guys out. They're committed to helping individuals, businesses, and entrepreneurs set and meet your financial goals. Uh, They have a forward and strategic thinking advisory firm that they've kind of implemented that assists large businesses in selecting and implementing accounting systems like NetSuite, Microsoft Business Central and QuickBooks. And they're capable of servicing you as with the tradi- traditional CPA firms, jobs type of stuff, personal income taxes, corporate business taxes, financial statement audits, reviews and compilations. Whatever you need, Squire can handle it, guys. They've got two offices, one in Orem, right at the top of the hill there in Orem. Uh, if you, you're gonna- heading towards Lavelle Edwards Stadium. You can't miss it. Squire Business Park is right there on University Parkway to your right as you're about to go down the hill. They also have an office in downtown Salt Lake City. They're more than capable of meeting with you and helping you out helping you out with whatever you need. Reach out to Ray directly by emailing him if you want Raymond C. R-A-Y M-O-N-D-C at squire.com That's S-Q-U-I-R-E dot com or you can call him to chat with him about what you're looking for, 801-477-4950. You also can go right online right now to www.squire.com and check out all of their services, all of the options available to you guys. I cannot recommend Squire enough. I've known the family, Joe Squire, who started the company. I've gotten to know Ray in the last little bit. This is a great CPA firm, so trust them with your business. Once again, reach out to Ray directly, Raymond C at squire.com, or call him, 801-477-4950. That Squire and Company, a proud partner with us here on Locked On Cougars. All right, folks, running down everything else you need to know about BYU here as we round out a Thursday edition of the show. Let's start off with men's and women's track and field. They open up the BYU Cougar Indoor Invitational Round 2 at the Smith House today. That'll run through Saturday. A big opportunity for BYU athletes as well as many other teams from the Intermountain West to come to Provo to compete as they try and qualify for the NCAA Indoor Championships and that all that good stuff. Additionally, uh, BYU men's and women swimming and dive. They are going to be headed to the Air Force Academy uh, today and Saturday, taking part in the AFA Diving Invitational. That gets underway today at 1.45 p.m. and it'll carry on through the weekend. So best of luck to both the men's w- men's and women's swimming and diving teams as they head across to the front range of the Rockies. The Portland Pilots, once again, BYU men's basketball taking on Portland tonight at 5 o'clock Mountain Time. That will be on Jazz Television locally in Utah also streaming on Stadium and, of course, the radio call on the BYU Sports Network. In addition, BYU Women's Basketball, they are in action this evening at 5 o'clock Mountain Time as well. They're hosting Pepperdine at the Marriott Center. That game will be broadcast or streamed live on the BYU TV app if you want to watch them. And then finally, the Women's Volleyball Program. They are finally back in action. They had their back-to-back set against Santa Clara postponed this week. They will play their lone non-conference match of the season tonight as they head to Orem to take on the UVU Wolverines at Lockhart Arena. That match is scheduled to begin at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. It will be streamed on the WAC Digital Network. There is a link on BYUcougars.com if you want to watch the women's team in action. And then finally, men's volleyball, their season debut tonight. They're obviously running for a national championship this year. They were the number one team when the season was canceled last year. There's no reason to think that the men's volleyball program cannot make another run at this They host UCLA at the Smith Fieldhouse tonight at 7 o'clock Mountain Time. It will be live on BYU TV and also streaming on the BYU TV app. Jerem Jordan, if I'm not mistaken, will be on the call once again with the longtime play play-by-play voice for BYU Men's Volleyball. Jerem does an incredible job calling all of the action. And if you haven't watched Men's Volleyball, you haven't been to the Smith Fieldhouse, I know that we can't go to the Smith Fieldhouse right now as fans. But if you have not watched Men's Volleyball, it is super fun. Women's Volleyball is great as well but men's volleyball it just goes to another level i feel like with the athleticism these guys are literally flying through the air think of just athletes who can jump 40 inches in the air are six foot eight and just absolutely can hammer a volleyball into the court it's it it's fascinating to me how people do this because i've never had ups i'm i'm, I'm truly the the whole story of white men can't jump yet yeah, hey Catch you! You're, you're the poster child for that, but nonetheless, a lot of sports in action tonight. We'll recap it all for you guys tomorrow. We'll also talk a little more BYU football. We still need to get to our debriefings, uh, finishing those up for the BYU football program. It's been a busy week, crazy enough, and we haven't gone to any of those this week. But that shows you how much information has been flowing in this week from BYU. But nonetheless, we'll be tracking it all for you guys, talking about it all. We're with you each and every day talking all things BYU sports, so make sure to follow the show on social media. Look us up on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, whatever is your preference, at Locked On Cougars, My personal Twitter feed, which I like to talk about all things on, is Jacob C. Hatch, and as always, you can reach out to the show via email. LockedOnBYU at gmail.com is the email address. Until tomorrow, have a great rest of your day. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for February 4th, 2021, and we We will talk to you guys tomorrow.